Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From our favorite fandoms to the occasional girl talk and our ongoing book club. We bring everything to you with a feminine eye. You can find us on all of your favorite podcatchers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and at our own website, nerdybitches.com. You can also find us at our new home on the Age of Radio Podcast Network, along with other great shows at ageofradio.org. Make sure to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you soon. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. What follows is the first part of the conversation I had with the Ladies of the Taboos podcast. It was a great time. We had a great conversation. It went pretty long, way longer than my standard episodes, so we are going to be breaking it up into a couple of parts. So I hope you enjoy part one of my conversation with Celeste and Allie from Taboos. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Uh, joining me today are the ladies, Celeste and Allie of Taboos Podcast. If you've not listened to them yet, I've told you repeatedly to go do it, so freaking go do it already. Um, ladies? <laughs> hey, I'm Celeste. hey I'm Allie. We are so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having us. And thank you for always just showing us so much love on your show. Like, I really appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you do and say about us. So just thank you so much. All of those things. Okay. Well, you're very welcome. If you guys weren't awesome, I wouldn't act like you were. It's not like, I, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not big about, you know, sugarcoating things and telling people shit to make them feel better. That's so, true. Um, just to kind of lay it down for the people who are going to, at some point, probably turn, tune in and listen or else, you know, listen to the first five minutes, get pissed off and turn it off, which I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really look at the metrics or anything. So that may be happening. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, um, they're wrong if they are. So agreed completely. Well, thank you. And I completely agree as well. Fuck those people. But, you know, artificially inflate my numbers. I don't feel bad. Um, well, I'm not like monetizing or anything really. It's other than that stupid anchor ad that I keep sticking in, which I'm probably going to stop doing because it irritates me. I'm tired of hearing my own voice saying something over and over and over again. I mean, so yeah, but, uh, the, I reached out to you guys, uh, after finding your show and going, all right, these are some people I really kind of feel a kindred feeling towards we definitely we uh seem kind of dialed in on the same i mean we, we may take slightly different routes to get there and that but we all kind of were like all in favor of acceptance and just not being shitheads okay. and um i was just sitting around think mulling my thoughts over as i tend to do and i had this idea and i was like this is you guys would be the perfect ones for me to talk to about this because i was thinking about what makes people into such a bunch of shitheads and uh, how a lot of the acceptable attitudes that we need to fix. If we want to be better, if we want to be cool people, 
come from these societal norms and acceptances that are, you know, things that are taboo, things that are not allowed because of some sort of societal standard or some, basically everything that sucks and makes people's lives shitty is only a thing because people go along with it and allow it and say either, no, you can't do this or no, you can't feel this way or no, you can't have this. And it's got popular support for whatever reason, whether it be religious reasons or societal reasons or all these, I mean, there's a lot of implications and I don't think it's okay. And I think if, unless we talk about it, if there's not like open and respectful discourse about these things, it's never going to get better. Agreed. Agreed 100%. All of that ran through my head and I was like, I think you guys would be fantastic to talk to about that. So, so here we are. Here we are. I love this plan. Yeah. And um, realistically, just what I, I just kind of want to have a little dialogue and see what you guys think if issues, I mean, obviously, and this will probably come out of my mouth two or three times and I may edit it out once or twice. Cause I don't want to sound super like, Oh my God, go do it. But <laughs> seriously, go listen to their show. There's all kinds of shit covered in here that, if you if you don't get it, then you need to just fuck right off. I'm sorry, because you're well, if you don't get if you don't, if you listen to them and you don't get it, you're probably not listening to me. So you're probably not hearing this is the entire point. <laughs> and um, I mean, we are along the same vein, but we're definitely a little bit a little bit more cuddly than you are, which is neither right or wrong. It's just a difference of of the way that we present it. But yeah, I mean, I'm here for your uh... open opinions, honestly. <laughs> I don't know about that. I feel like Aaron and I are pretty much solid team dud inside. Okay, so fine. I'm more yeah. cuddly than both of you bitches. That's fine. There. Now I'm the cuddly one. I'll be that. All right. I'm not going to argue that one for one tiny <laughs> second. Um, yeah, I'm probably team dead inside too. I mean, like if we were on a more even, like you guys have talked before about like how high school you guys might not have hung out and all these other things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Allie and I would have been like hanging out in the parking lot, smoking cigarettes, cutting class together. So that's yes. probably real. Just, just call it a hunch. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Although to be fair, and... I never cut class. So okay, well, you're better than me then. <laughs> I, I was kind of a. I, I well, I, I still graduated. I was, uh, and <laughs> I was in like honors and AP classes. I just had a problem with showing up in the morning. Oh yeah, I I mean, I got there eventually. It just, you know, eight a.m. was really freaking early. So it still is felt agreed. Yeah, I know, right? I, I, if you'd have told me, hell, five years ago that like you're going to get up at five a.m. every day, and it's going to be required. Yeah, uh, no. (laughs) I, I wanted to be a chef so I could work nights and not have to do morning. Sun come up, Aaron go to sleep. But no, uh, yeah, corporate jobs are fun and mm-hmm. much more reliable and trying to have a family. Yeah, the restaurant business was, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic when I was 22. Uh, at, you know, 38, I was like, yeah, no, I need reliability and stability and I need to be able to take times off to chaperone field trips and shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but so anyway, and. Obviously, you guys are much more <laughs> on your show. Things are much more researched and put together, whereas I just tend to have bullet points and little cliff notes. 
And I don't think that's a bad thing though. Like the only reason that we do so much research is because um, Allie and I don't naturally speak the same language. So in order for us to understand and communicate effectively, Allie needs facts. I need emotions. So we really do. That's why we do a lot of the research that we do, but also we don't want people to feel like we're bombarding them with only opinions. And if we're really going to talk about taboo culture and the stigmas, we really need to get to the root of why to understand like, that's just fucking stupid. Why would we why would we continue to follow that expectation and that belief like that's 8000 years old and it was stupid when it was invented? Like that's why we do so much research. I think that really open and dynamic conversations can happen without research. They just have to happen in a place that comes from understanding and openness and and Ali and I that is the part of our communication that does come very naturally. But I think that you have that also, and that comes very naturally for you. So maybe your show doesn't need all that research, and that's fine. Yeah, well, I got to be honest. It's not going to get it. So That's okay. <laughs> I also uh... like just blowing Celeste's mind with random facts about things like Satanism. So Real. Yeah, that, that that's always fun, too. I mean, for, as a listener, that's always like, when you're like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I have... There's a lot of random stuff rolling around up in in my head, so uh, there'll be something, and it's kind of funny. I'll hear it. Well, you're you'll be like floored by something. And I'll be like, I knew that. <laughs> I must have problems because, <laughs> like you know, going back to like when I was a kid, I I've always been kind of like this is dumb. I was always like questioning things, and I got I got into a lot of I, I spent a lot of time in the principal's office and things like that. Um, I actually. I went to Catholic school as a, a, a small Aaron and I, yeah, like religion class was not my friend mostly because I'd be like, you re- do you realize this book you're telling us to follow has like nine different versions and they don't agree with each other. So um, you got a bunch of like middle-aged white guys that never got married that are saying all this stuff and it doesn't make sense to me and it's dumb. And they'd be like, Go to the office. Like, quit acting up. Well, you're supposed to be teaching me to learn and think, and I'm doing that. And, you know, how come your religious texts are over here in the library, but all the other stuff's filed under myths? You got just as yep. much proof on both of them. And, yep. and, and they're like, you know, you got a lot of questions. And I'm like, well, I'm here to learn. Okay. So I think that this is really interesting and a really interesting concept because um, I, when we had done our what is December 25th episode, um, which was on Yule and the origins of Christmas and, and that holiday, um, I had been talking to some fellow podcasters and, and I was like, do you guys feel like this myth is applicable and somebody snapped on me and was like that's not a myth that's religion and I was like well actually all religion is a myth so I'm not discrediting what you believe I'm not saying that it's fake to you but I'm saying all religion is technically mythical the the concept of differentiating between religion and myth I mean Greek gods that was their religion like to to Greeks right the Greek gods were their religion it wasn't a mythology at that time so, I mean, who's who's to say that Christianity and Catholicism at some point won't be recognized as a, as a myth? 
I'm just saying it's the same conversation. Exactly. And uh, I kind of said the same thing, actually. As little That's Aaron. why I got in trouble. Cheers to little Aaron. <laughs> yeah. And little Aaron would then get sent to the principal's office. And, and I, at one point I said, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure Jesus and Buddha would have gotten along great. And they didn't appreciate that either. I was like, I mean, basically the same thing. Don't be a shithead. I mean. How dare you try to make them be friends, though? Yeah. No, no. That's bad. Terrible. And, yeah. We say it all the time on <laughs> taboos, but man, organized religion is just, I just can't get on board. Sorry. Except yeah. for Satanism. Except for Satanism. Yeah. Little little side note. I actually just ordered the, uh, the mug because... I ordered a Teespring shirt, and there's a reason why I don't wear them. Uh, get some tall shirts, you fuckers. But <laughs> I got the Satan's Evolutions coffee mug Aww. today. Yay! I love that. That makes me so happy. I actually like the mugs better, or not necessarily just the mugs, but I actually like like the um, not apparel merch better, honestly, because I feel like it's more usable and also like... It's just so like I I decorate my water bottle with our stickers and not just our stickers but all kinds of shows stickers and I I love collecting coffee mugs and whatever so I, I think that that's really cool actually I don't care if it's a shirt yeah. or not a shirt I just like that you have something of ours in your hand well it's not here yet but I, but I like, it will I, be it will be I uh, no I'm on I'm on a uh, kind of an allowance of how much stuff I'm allowed to spend on like merch and stuff because my wife is actually very cool about my hobbies and she's like look i know you being unemployed for all that time was driving you bug shit and you want to support these other shows and people you like so if something goes on sale you can get like two things and you know <laughs> and, and she's like treating me like the child that i really am you know i'm I'm a grown ass child with access to credit cards and a dangerous som- combination. Yeah. Sometimes I need somebody <laughs> to tell me no. So like I got a couple and I, 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 when we had this conversation, I was like, Oh boy, I get to order stuff. And then, uh, I was like, okay, who do I buy stuff first? And I was like, I just kind of, I did like a random, like I phone and just started tapping stuff <laughs> and, and I went, okay. And I got a, well, I did that to pick names, and then I went through and actually went back and picked stuff I wanted uh, because I started out with the uh, Dads on Dayquil store just because I clicked the link off of their link And they tree. have everybody out there. So. And they've got everybody, yeah, everybody on there. Yep. Exactly. So that's why I was like, this is a good place to start. And I closed my eyes, and I tapped, and I tapped, and I tapped. I'm like, okay. So I got a Four Nerds mug. I got a Dads on Dayquil mug, and I got a Bub and Gobs mug. And then I was like, another sale came up. I get to get three more months. <laughs> nice. So I was like, and th- at that point I was like, all right, now I know where I'm going. Cause I got my first three out of the way and I'm taboos. And I think I got a yield crime. And this is like, you know, 12 hours ago, I should remember this shit, but um, <laughs> I also don't remember 12 hours ago. Oh, and a page turner and button mashers. Oh, and, and I actually, you guys are extra special. I got the Chris Labar mug too. So, Oh, I shout out to the king. The king for real. I haven't even told anybody it's up yet. I meant to do that, but I was at the gym and I totally forgot. I'm like the first buyer of it. I win. That's so (laughs) exciting. 
I love that graphic. At least the mugs all have like use. You can use all the mugs. So they're just adding to. They will get used. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And actually, I I seem to be good for that too because I got the new Four Nerds mug too, like the day Josh put it up. (laughs) And I told him, I was like, He's like, hey, hey, check out our new design. I'm like, I just ordered that this morning. And he's like, fucking really? I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be here on Wednesday. And then Wednesday showed up and it was like, it was in Illinois. And then it was in friggin' Jersey because I was tracking. And I'm like, mm. it was 45 minutes from my house. I could have went and picked it up. Now it's in friggin' Jersey. I have that issue too. And they like, they, sh- they ship your pieces separately which I don't understand that either. Like I legitimately today got stickers that I ordered a month ago and I don't understand, but then I ordered a sweatshirt. Like I ordered a taboo sweatshirt and it showed up in like four days. I ordered the stickers at the exact same time. I just don't understand that. Well, completely off the rails on this. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens at taboos all the time. Yeah. Well, this is why my show doesn't have a format. It goes where it goes. Yeah. I have ideas of shit to talk about, but realistically, I'll put up two hours of us just bullshitting. If <laughs> I don't care, it's hey, we had fun. Listen, yeah. don't listen. You know, mm-hmm. I am excited to talk about some of your like things, though. I, I'm curious what you had in mind. My whole thing is, I mean, I'm, I've been actually trying to dial back on some of this stuff. Like I've been cutting myself off from the news I've been trying to focus on work because I'm going to give myself a friggin' aneurysm because it's just the common sense. That's where like my biggest hangup comes in. Like why are all of these things, things that people are fighting about? It's common sense shit. If, if, if it would make you miserable, if somebody did the same shit to you, you don't do it. And we just don't have a, the luxury of living in a society that like believes that though. We don't. Yeah, and I just don't understand why. I agree with you. It's I don't so understand simple. Why. But I think I think part of that is that common sense isn't all that common. I exactly. Think that's really the problem. It's, yeah, so to get back to the task at hand. Yeah, so like I said, I I wanted to, you know, have you guys come on them so we could talk about these basically societal constructs that are utter horseshit. Like, why is it that, well, if you like go back to my last episode where I said, why do we need to have a women's day? Why can't you just say, Hey, every day you should be able to acknowledge that women do cool shit too. It's not like, it's not like my plumbing makes me any better than anybody else. And I don't, I don't, understand how we can be at this point in our history we're putting robots on other planets but we still have shitheads that are have like a 1852 mentality when it comes to like hey guess what women are people too pull your head out of your ass but the only problem i foresaw with having this conversation is we're all kind of on the same page so there could just be a whole lot of yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) no i don't really think that's how we work though i know that's not how i work i have an opinion about everything and i'm totally down to share it (laughs) oh and please i would love to hear all of it i mean i'm gonna hear it either here or the next time you decide to throw an episode up so i mean i get the inside scoop i win exactly (laughs) Allie girl do you have any opinions first yep i was just waiting Uh, i I thought you were about to talk my love 
No, I'm giving you. I, no, I'm doing a thing. I'm doing a selfless thing. Take it. <laughs> I know. I noticed. I was just waiting for a breath. Um, I just think that in most of society, if you don't fit into this perfect little box, that means that you are ostracized from it and kicked out of it and looked down on. On the Women's International Day in particular, I think that it is getting better, but there's still several fields and areas of life that are male-dominated, so it's still an area that is, it needs a lot of work. And it's going to get there eventually, but it's not there yet, unfortunately. I have faith that it will someday. I'm a Trekkie. I love Star Trek. I have faith in that future. It's going to happen. We're just not there yet because some people are still assholes. So it is what it is. I appreciate all of those thoughts. I really do. And I honestly don't even disagree with you. Okay. I want to be really clear about that. But I do recognize also, though, like the little feminist in me is like, yeah, we should have a woman's day, right? Like everybody should celebrate women just the the exact same way we celebrate Christmas, right? If we can celebrate Jesus, we should be able to celebrate women and we should be able to celebrate black people and brown people and all of everybody, right? It doesn't matter. We should be able to celebrate those things. But what I think the the double-edged sword is there is that we as humans aren't taught to celebrate people every day we're not taught to celebrate people who look different or think different or speak differently than we do until the calendar pops up and is like oh my god it's international women's day tag your best friend and tell her she's great that's not the same it doesn't count i mean i i love you supporting your best friend but that's not that's not the intention of international women's day And I think that the placement of a lot of these holidays and concepts or even honestly like racially driven months, like the, I'm just going to say this, I'm going to be really honest. The fact that February is Black History Month pisses me off every single fucking year because in my house, it's Black History Month every single day. Why, Why is that not a thing in everybody's house? Why is that not something that we're talking about all the time? And you know what? I don't even have black people in my house to educate me and my child on that. That's something I take control of myself. So really, I like Black History Month because I enjoy the fact that it's being talked about. But at the same time, I really resent it because every day we should be having these conversations. Every day you should not be racist. It shouldn't just be in the month of February. So I really struggle with that. And I completely understand what you're saying, Erin. Why do we need a women's day? Why do we need these things? I understand on the pro side, we need these things to really remind people of the conversation and to keep it relevant. Because if we don't, these assholes that we're talking about, the small-minded people, dominant culture that we're talking about, they will never talk about it if we don't force the conversation. So I recognize that pro But in that same breath, the con is, why is nobody making dominant culture have these conversations? Why is dominant culture not calling out other members of dominant culture to be doing this? This conversation that we're having right now, that's us doing that. As three white members of this country, that's us challenging dominant culture, which I think is so fucking amazing and so important and so necessary. And I think for that reason, it's a really valid question. 
Were you not ready for that answer? No, actually, that's <laughs> that's fantastic. That is, that's kind of actually platforms for the, my sort of my next point. And like I said, unfortunately, the way my brain works, everything's very chaotic. It's it's a rat's nest up there. <laughs> but <laughs> the I totally agree with you. I mean, obviously, I I've said it in multiple times multiple ways it's we need to all just realize we're people and stop being such an abundance of shitheads to each other Mm -hmm. and it was actually kind of funny uh i promise this will lead somewhere Uh, a couple of years back because i i've actually been dealing with for years uh like when youtube was like the big thing and everybody when everybody first started having video phones on their cameras or video cameras on their phone, for fuck's sake, Aaron. Um, <laughs> but we love you. This is one of those things I'll say nine times until I get it edited right. You should hear our bloopers. Oh, yeah, I, they're I, terrible. I should... <laughs> well, I, I, I can imagine. I mean, I just have to deal with myself. You guys actually get to you know feed off each other and make it worse. <laughs> That's exactly what we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what friends are for. But, uh, yeah, where I'm going with this, like, years ago, I would go off on these tears, particularly, what, like, in, I was working at a catering place, and we would get just these, like, alpha male knuckle-dragging motherfuckers that would, like, be frustrating the servers and stuff, and walking around swinging an attitude, and it's, like, anybody that hasn't worked in the service industry doesn't know, but you really don't want to do that with cooks, because mm-hmm. they're wired different. There's something wrong with these people. You're not wrong. I I have respect, but you're not wrong. No, I mean, that's the other thing, too, is we don't get offended because we know we're fucked up. So <laughs> so I would go off on these tears. Like, I'd be out there working at, like, a dessert station making flambe banana foster or something. And there'd be some, you know, dude bro coming, hey, like, hitting on the waitresses and just being just a fucking pig. And I'd be like, and I'm out there wearing my customer service. Hey, how you doing? Here you go. Here, ma'am. Here you go. Hey, careful. It's hot, hon. Don't do I'd get, go back through the swinging door and be like, these inbred hillbilly backwoods <laughs> asshole motherfuckers. I swear to fucking Christ. I got one more dude, bro, telling me to hook him up on the booze for his fruit, man. I'm going to fucking snap. You're going to fire me. And I swear to God, give me those goddamn bananas. And then back. Hey, how you doing? Sorry about the wait, folks. I had to go grab some more bananas so I can make sure I get you guys taken care of. So who's next? Oh, did you want extra cherry juice in that? I know you did. I, I saw you eyeing it. I have played this game. I have played this game. I loved everything about that interaction. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I when like I said, when we, we all started having cameras in our pockets, I had a couple of the server captains, like the guys that were in charge of coordinating all the wait stuff. And this one guy in particular would be like, dude, do that again. <laughs> no, put the phone down. Dude, that shit will go viral. You're fucking hilarious. I don't want to go viral for that. I want to keep my job. That's the whole point of this door. This door means I can call them fuckheads. When we're we're on that side of the door, I have to be good. I come back here. They're fuckheads. They know I'm calling them fuckheads. I get fired. But dude, it's hilarious. I don't fucking care. And then at some point I realized, wait, I don't fucking care. So... 
And so here we sit. I you fast forward like another seven years and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put up together a podcast because I'm unemployed and bored. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that whole thing is leading up to my next statement of, I do agree with you that we do need to have these conversations and kind of force the issue because of people like that, like the knuckle dragging mm-hmm. yep. hook, hook me up and put extra booze in my flambe. That's going to all cook off anyway. It's not like you're going to get fucked up. You mouth breather, but I digress. <laughs> Sorry. PT- PTSD from the service industry. I have flashbacks. I um, but yeah, and that's not to make light of people that have like legit flashbacks. That's... I have legit PTSD and I thought that was funny. Okay. So, but yeah, so, <laughs> but like, like you said, to have these conversations and kind of force those people into this awareness, I do understand and acknowledge that we do need to do that. So I understand the point behind the holidays and the, you know, the calendar issues and the, the different days and all that stuff. And I, my biggest problem is I hate the fact that they're necessary. I mean, I we should be better than this. I agree completely. 99% of the listeners on this show, I mean, are I don't know. I don't know how many listeners I have. To be honest, I don't pay attention to metrics. And I have self-confidence issues. So in the back of my mind, like four people listen to the show and three of them are my family. I'm sure that's not real. I'm sure that's not real at all. Well, I know I keep running into random people, like always online. I don't think anyone that I've met in like physically has been like, hey, dude, I heard your show. Although I did think I, I thought I heard myself coming out of some kid's phone at Walmart the other day. And I was like, no fucking way. That would be super cool. And I was like, it's entirely possible. It could have been like one of my kids' friends that I haven't met that like saw because uh, uh, the first batch of stickers I got, I wasn't real thrilled with them, but I got them because they were like a sample thing for like, you know, nine bucks for like 50 of them. So, <laughs> and one of my kids' friends took them and was like slapping them up all over the fucking place. So I was like, well, you know, <laughs> just like tagging shit everywhere. Yeah. He was like my little street team kid, you know? He, I love it. That's amazing. Maybe that was just me going off about entitled motherfuckers coming out of that kid's phone as he was walking into a Walmart. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just derailed my own train of thought. You're fine. I don't think that there's ever an inappropriate time to talk about entitled motherfuckers. I just want to throw that out there, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I I hate them. Oh, yeah. I was going to. But I was going to say a lot of people don't, you know, know that I look this. You guys. Get to see me and yeah, sorry. No, you um, don't have to oh, shut the fuck I, 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 up, Aaron. I swear, I, I used to be cute, no. but stop it. No. no, um, but you know, you get this big like I, I shave my head because I have George Costanza's friggin' hairline. <laughs> it's it's not a good look. I don't care who you are. That shit does not fly. So, yeah, I got a I'm big, bald headed, broad shouldered, scary ass white dude. I would not deem you as scary. Like Never. if I saw you, if we ever meet, you're getting a hug. If you're okay Agreed. with it, oh no, th- th- and that's fine. Oh, I'm, I, I am a huge hugger. I give the best hugs, and that's that's just me humble bragging. I am an amazing fucking snuggler. I Hit give that. great hugs. Hit I am fantastic. Brag. I support that. <laughs> and, but and that's the other thing is you guys are seeing me, and I'm actually smiling and enjoying myself, and I don't always look pleasant <laughs> and i acknowledge that fact i have such bad resting bitch face it's not even funny Allie can fully attest there will be people who will literally be like what is wrong with celeste and then everybody who actually knows me is like that's just her face she's totally happy you can tell because she's playing with her hair <laughs> <laughs> 
That's my face. Yeah. I so get it. It's just, I get people that make all these assumptions about me just based on that. And it's like, I get almost more of dealing with like the ignorant horse shit assholes because they think I'm one of them for some fucking reason. You know, big bald headed white guy. He must be all like, Hey, get them darkies. No, no motherfucker. Go, go. Yeah. Go ahead. Say your shit. What? Just, just get it all out. And now I'm going to make you cry and I'm going to mock your genitalia and I'm going to talk <laughs> bad you about you. Yep. I, my goal is to make an ignorant son of a bitch so depressed that he like, goes screaming into show tunes, comes bursting out of that closet. He's probably hiding in because he's afraid to admit why he actually has an issue with other people is because he has an issue with his fucking self. I mean, I take big issue with that too. Like the transference of, I have a problem with something about myself, so I'm going to fucking hate all these other people that have nothing to do with my own bullshit. I actually would offer... That's like ninety percent of why people have issues is they have issues with themselves that they're unwilling to confront. So, and exactly. I was actually going to offer that I think that that is the stem of small-mindedness. I really think that we have been raised in such a culture and such a society, as a country. Okay, this is not the race level, but there, I mean, you could add as many levels as you wanted to this, but. Specifically, we're just going to focus on a high-level country perspective for my thought. I really think that the fact that we have taught ourselves as a species to hate ourselves for not accomplishing X or not believing in Y or not ever experiencing Z, we've we've taught ourselves – that was where it started. We've taught ourselves to hate ourselves for those reasons, and over time – And through evolution and through the advancements of technology and life and society and culture, we've just like exacerbated it to this level where it was like, maybe at one time my ancestors hated themselves because they lost a family member to eating poisonous berries and they learned their lesson and now they don't eat those berries anymore. But that exact same I hate myself moment Fast forward 125 years or 1,025 years or however many fucking years you want to talk about. I think it's the same thing where that that moment of resentment for yourself has just like snowballed and evolved and like generationally built itself to be where we live today, which is like really seriously we live in a society that's full of secrets and lies and broken promises and I just don't understand why we want to live there. I don't understand why we would want to choose to be small-minded. I think small-mindedness is the plague on our fucking race, species in general. I meant the human race, but then I recognize like species is the better word. Being small-minded, that shit's going to fucking get you killed. It is. One way or another, it's going to end up with you fucking dead. I do not believe that humans as a species were meant to be small-minded. If we were, why would we know how to speak? Why would we know why would we have computers and technology? That came from a large-minded individual. Maybe not in all aspects, but in some. And that's really what's important. And I think that capitalizing on the pieces of our our thought process and who we are as people to make it a much more broad scale and, and really just accepting, like, I am this way. I have these things that I have. I have these things that I don't. This is who I am. I accept that. Do you accept that? Cool. Let's move forward. Let's have a conversation. Let's build something really beautiful together. 
that's what people are supposed to be. And just, I feel like over time we've really moved away from that and I don't know why. And I hate it. And clearly I'm not from this generation because maybe even planet, I haven't decided, but I clearly don't belong here because I believe that to my core. And I am always surprised when I meet people who are like, no, I would never do that. And I'm like, but why? But I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. I think your question's really valid is what I'm saying. I think on top of the small-minded aspect of it, too, society in general has an issue with superiority complex. And on top of being small-minded, everybody has to step on everybody else or a lot of people, especially within a a society that's built around consumerism and commercialism like ours is. And capitalism. Really any, yep. Capitalism, yep, like any nation like ours. So that definitely plays into it because if you're not stepping on somebody, you're not at the top of the ladder and you're not the best you can be to a lot of people. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous and it's it just needs to stop. It's not making anybody better. It's not good for any of the human race. I'm ready for something different, period. And I think what's really important about your show, Erin, and also something that we bring to our show that, again, I, I it's in the same vein, right? I think is really important is just challenging the thought, right? To, to freely think, I think, is such a gift and such an ability that I really recognize not everybody has. And that makes me so sad. Holy fuck, that makes me so sad. Like, it genuinely breaks my heart to know that there are people who really either have never had or who have completely surrendered the idea of thinking freely and and having choices of their own and I mean, you could, again, apply whatever fucking filters you wanted to women or race or all of these sub-marginal groups of people in our society who have been absolutely fucking shit on to get them to this point. Like, you could look at that at that level. But, I mean, on a again, on a very macro level, we are not taught to think freely. We all, we all experience the same exact education because we lived in this country. It might not have been at the same school. But we all learn the same whitewash shit. Why? Because we're we are literally being trained and and to a degree brainwashed to follow society's expectations. And that's not me being conspiracy theorist. Like I have a few conspiracy theories that I support. <laughs> Most of them I don't. What I support is humanity, right? So really that's not me saying that in like a mind uploading brainwashing kind of way it's me saying it in understanding that there have been people along the way who have manipulated humanity to such a level that makes people believe that they're not allowed to think for themselves or maybe not even believe that they're not allowed to but that they just genuinely don't know how to and that's not something I'll ever understand ever can we just call out that religion does that? Oh my god, yeah. Oh, that's the whole point. Re- religion is about control. Yep. It's not I mean, it, you go okay, back 2000 years. To be I'm so to sorry. Be to be fair. To be fair. It's only <laughs> that's that 
I want to just say this because I'm super anti like offending people. You are allowed to offend people all you fucking want to. I support you. I cheer you on. <laughs> I am just not that person because my little empath self is like, oh my God, so many people's feelings will be hurt. Um, you are not anti offending people. I don't, I have to say it in the nice no, way. You, if no, I'm going to offend somebody, I have to say it in the nice way first. Mm-kay. Yes, I do. Okay. Don't even lie. I, I sugarcoat shit all the time and then I say it bad. You coach it however you need to, darling. (laughs) I was just going to say that I think that that is an organized religion thing, not necessarily a faith thing. I just wanted to offer that differentiation between religion and faith because they're not the same. No, they are not. That was what I had to add. (laughs) I completely agree with you. I, I say it all the time. I am, I do not believe in organized religion. I am a very spiritual person. I do have faith. Yep. which surprises the shit out of some people. They're like, you? Like, I, I worked uh, for a, a time in a, a Catholic college in the food service department. And I, I actually, I worked at Marquette for a while, too. Oh, cool. More Wisconsin. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but some of the kids that were students there and they got to know me and we were talking about something and I kind of hit them out of a left field. But like, oh, no, I, I actually am a big fan of God. I just think the middleman's a fucking asshole. So... <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's just, that's, you know, that's my, my take on that. If you actually take the time and, you know, calm your mind and listen to that little voice in your head. I mean, okay. You've got the, like, I, I need meds voices in your head. And you've got that voice in your head that tries to steer you away from being a piece of shit. If you can listen to the second one, the one that says, Hey, you know what? If somebody did that to you, it would suck. That's my spirituality. That's my, I believe in a guidance that is there if we're not so busy trying to fit our, like you said, fit into that box. We're not trying to make sure we're conformed into something. You actually take the time to stop and, and think and process and listen. Yep. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, part of me is I'm I'm conditioned. I still catch myself where I start thinking these things and I'm like, well, you know, wait a minute. That sounds like, you know, I either think I'm starting to get way too new age for my own good, or there's a lot, of, a lot of little checks in my own head, and it goes back to more like the, you know, like the young punk days where <laughs> boots and braces, but not not the bad kind, <laughs> playing ska music and all this other shit that I did when I was in high school because I am a little older than you guys. <laughs> uh, excuse me, I love Dead Kennedys and Ramones and. Like I used to skate, so hi. Okay, hey, yeah. Well, I I remember the van show when it was in a parking lot. The Warp Tour was like, you know, there was an actual skateboard half pipe there. <laughs> oh, okay, that's pretty baller. I definitely got kicked in the that's head by some yeah. sort of crowd surfer when watching Anti Flag. That was my last Warp Tour. Yeah, I God, I think well, I think my last Warp Tour was ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a warp tour. I really want to, but I've never been. Before I moved to Illinois, I was at a different concert every friggin' weekend. I I put so much time in going to like, you know, the Eagles and uh the Rave in Milwaukee and oh, I remember dro- we were talking about the Rave and we were Yeah, that they they might actually shout-out. make it. Yes. Oh my god, I hope for that so much. And, um, you know, it's I, I'm going down to like going to the Cubby Bear in Chicago and seeing a bunch. 
like, and it was kind of funny. My job that I got laid off from that. I had only been there a year, any friggin' way <laughs> I found out working there talking to my boss, like he and I, cause he's, he's like six or seven years older than I am. And we were at a lot of the same concerts, like back in the day, you know, we're like, we, you know, seeing like the red hot chili peppers at a friggin' 400 person venue in the, in the, in the mid nineties. I quit this. Stuff like I quit that. this episode because you saw Red Hat Chili Peppers live. I am done. Goodbye. They're on my list. <laughs> Walking out. Well, okay, but how were they? Oh, uh, it was it was a fantastic show, and they weren't even the headliners. <laughs> oh my god! No, that 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 was the like uh, the socks on the junk phase. Um, I actually just felt Allie's soul like deteriorate inside her body. No, but was I mean, for, I was for Shante the guitarist. Oh God, you, you realize this is like thirty years ago. You're asking me to remember stuff. <laughs> okay, we can move on. Well, tw- well, t- t- twenty five. I'm sorry. Yeah, twenty five, give or take. I was like sixteen, seventeen, and uh, where did I see those? Was that Alpine Valley? I don't. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Like I said, I, I still occasionally get those same issues where I'm like, I catch myself going, dude, where the fuck did that thought come from? And uh, other than the obvious random thoughts I have during this kind of stuff, but I mean, like, I'll I'll be thinking about something and just be like, okay, that's not me. That's growing up. That was, mm-hmm. that's somebody else's bullshit. And that's kind of one of those things that I, I mean, even how I live my life and <laughs> At some point, I decided I had to live my own truth and not, you know, necessarily conform to shoving myself in those boxes. And I think everybody has to come to terms with that, though. And, well, I think if we all could, we'd be a lot happier. I really think that if we all took the opportunity to just be a little bit more open-minded, we would all be better people. And the reason I say that is because we would all find that we have something in common, something that like maybe my favorite color is purple. So is yours. Like how cool, right? Now we can talk about that. But that's such an easy example. But I really, I think about like, I think about the fact that I'm so open and out and honest about being an empath, right? The number of people who have come to me and are like, holy shit, I'm also an empath. Like how cool would that be to just know that, to be able to have a conversation with somebody about that because you were just honest about it and open and not afraid of people thinking that you're crazy for saying those words. And I think about that with like all kinds of things. And I just really recognize if more people recognized that we have things like that in common, we would all be better people and it would be a lot less likely to have the shit best of humanity that we live in today it's such a mixed bag and it doesn't have to be that way now please carry on with your thought that's what i had to say i think the issue is though that a lot of people get stuck in societal echo chambers especially within certain regions of society that are within financial constraints of i'm specifically talking our nation where the echo chamber is so huge, it's impossible to break out or see any other way because that's all they know. I mean, okay, media sucks. Social media sucks. We all know this. But some people take it as their Bible. Some people take Fox News and CNN and all that shit as, I love that you're shaking your head, Aaron, 
as word and like Facebook as word and don't do their research. And when people send me like change shit on anything and I just look at it and I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. You didn't even remotely look into this. I don't even try to disprove it anymore or send them the research because I know they've already bought in. There's no point. They already are not going to believe anything I send them. I could send them peer-reviewed studies from fucking, I don't know where I'm going with that thought, but you know what I mean? Like some. <laughs> and Allie's the Google Air, so she really finds the shit. She finds the shit because she Googles the fuck out of shit. Yeah, like actual legit documented facts. Yeah. Yeah. She's the, <laughs> the Google Air for that reason. But they're not going to believe it because their cousin on fourth removed neighbor's son's teacher's wife showed him this article that a nurse said in a state. Like, Yeah. I don't know, guys. I'm ranting. Please save but me. But I really recognize that. No, no. That's I okay. am going to save you. I am going to save you because I know exactly what you're saying and because we speak this language and because we have telepathy. So this is me saving you. That is the definition of small-mindedness, though, is that inability to think for yourself. That's exactly what I was just saying, is that the fact that your cousin's brother's sister's ex-wife's teacher's neighbor said this happened and this is now a word, that is the literally definition of the inability to think for yourself right i mean really it is yeah no it's mm -hmm. i really think that that is what that is what we've come to and i don't mean everybody out there okay i fully recognize i'm looking at two beautiful faces right now who don't have this problem i recognize (laughs) shut your mouth i'm sorry I recognize that there are so many people out there who are open-minded and I recognize that they don't even know it. I was that person. I've always been this way. I've always been willing to talk about shit, but I knew it wasn't okay to talk about and I was scared. So I just didn't, right? Until I met Allie. Allie is the first person ever who made me feel like it was okay to come out of my little geeky closet and to admit that I like comic books. I'm not kidding. I was 23 years old before I admitted out loud that I liked comic books because I was so afraid that people were going to think that I was fucking weird because I was the preppy, bitchy, mean girl. I I wasn't allowed to like comic books. And I I honestly, even in my house, I wasn't allowed to like comic books. I read them in the fucking closet. I'm not joking about that. So I really just think that there's so much that we don't know about each other and ourselves that is perfectly fucking okay because we all fall victim to the small-mindedness nature of our society. And if we could just really open it up and have some honest and real and sometimes really hard conversations, we would just all be so much better. And that is how we cure small-mindedness is by having conversations. That's literally the only prescription there is. Guys, it just occurred to me that societal norms are almost like belonging to a cult. Uh, oh, very much super so. Super cult. <laughs> super cult. It, well, super cult's the best way of saying it because it's the widely ex- accepted mass everybody's not doing it and they're all drinking the Kool-Aid. We say the fucking pledge of allegiance. 
we do that. My seven-year-old knows the Pledge of Allegiance, and I'm not against that. I'm not anti-pledge. I'm not, I love being an American. I love this country. I hate what this country has come to. But that doesn't mean I don't love this country. It doesn't mean that I don't love being an American. But seriously, from the time we are so young, we are taught the Pledge of Allegiance. The Pledge of Allegiance. Those words by themselves should mean something. If this is really the conversation we're having about one-minded, hive-mind mentality. That's what it is. Our country is hive-mind mentality. Point blank, period. Yeah, well, there's a lot of indoctrination there. You're right. Uh, and the the problem is, it's a great sentiment that nobody actually lives. It's Agreed. just something they say. Yep, because mm-hmm. it makes us feel so. warm and fuzzy inside. Yep. Yeah. And I even think of some things that are super, I don't want to say minor, but smaller, I guess, in the realm of things like, for instance, boys wearing dresses. Why is there a societal norm around it? And why yeah. why is clothing an issue? I just why does clothing I don't have a understand. gender? Yeah, that's yeah. I, I I agree to with one possible exception. I look absolutely ridiculous in a baby tee, and <laughs> I'm, there's nothing you can say that's going to change my mind. I won't try and change your mind. No, there are certain cuts that are. It's not a good look. It's just. It's got nothing to do with gender. It's just the actual build and body type, and. <laughs> Like I've said, I've been, I've said this for years um, and it, it's taken different facets, but in conversations with various people for various reasons, I respect your right to do whatever and rock whatever you want to wear, but you do have to be conscious of what it looks like. Not necessarily because it fucking matters what anybody else thinks, because it really doesn't, but there are certain things that are going to elicit certain reactions. Like, the simple fact is if I put on a baby gap tee, it's going to look like a sports bra and there are going to be consequences <laughs> to my big hairy ass walking down the street, looking like I'm wearing a sports bra and I'm more than willing to deal with those consequences. I've done shit like that just for shits and giggles. I'm not going to lie. I have, I've done things like, you know, gone out in public in a dress because it made me feel funny. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I particularly give a shit, but like I said, I do actually, I'm thinking about ordering another kilt because fuck it. They're comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and no pants gang. I fucking hate. Exactly. Pants. I'm with you. Leg prison. No pants life. gang. No. New Twitter hashtag. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and it's just one of those things you, you have the right to do whatever the hell you want, but you got to bear in mind. Sometimes these things have consequences. And like I said, if I got to make, if I decide to wear something that's going to make me have to de- tolerate a bunch of guys saying something about my nice cans, I'm going to have to deal with that. N- not that I have particularly nice cans. Either. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, it's an example. I think something that you said in that, in that sentiment though, that was really important to me and really like stood out to me though. You said the word respect and I just, maybe this is my soapbox. Maybe it's not, I don't know, but I really just want to take a second to talk about respect Because I feel as though, I'm going to just really say this, all right, at me if you want to. My Twitter handle is all over the place. It's not hard to find me. (laughs) But uh, I really feel like Americans, I'm sure that there are other cultures that this applies to, but I can only speak to Americans. Americans are so entitled, so fucking entitled, where it's just, I expect you to worship me. Period. 
And I don't understand that. I don't understand the lack of respect that we have. And this actually goes back to your point earlier, both of you had made about not, not liking yourself. So you retaliate, retaliate against other people. And I recognize that we are all cultured in a society that doesn't teach us to respect ourselves because our country is so busy demanding respect from everybody else and everybody just expects this, but nobody knows how to actually do it. And I say nobody very loosely because right now I'm talking on such a macro level, but really on that macro level, respect itself doesn't exist it doesn't exist. Everything is a political game. Everything is a ploy. Everything is a sale. There is no such thing as integrity or respect or justice. And I just really struggle with that because I think that the biggest thing is everybody should be allowed to be what they are and do what they are, except for like racists and pedophiles. Like y'all can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I don't even care. I'll say that to your fucking face. But like just normal fucking people should be allowed to be themselves and should be respected for that. But just as much as you are respected for being who you are, you have to be respectful of who other people are. That's how that works. And if we can't get there, guess what? As a fucking species, we're doomed. And that's where we're going to break off for this portion. We're going to break this up into a two-part episode. The rest of this conversation will actually be coming out in a special edition, special episode that's going to be coming out on Friday. So if you made it this far and you've listened to it thus far, thank you so much for listening. Come back on Friday and hear the rest of our little talk. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program things i've talked about there are some links available for some merch that we're working on and there are ways to contact us there as well and thanks for listening and i look forward to talking to you again soon